When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is ESPN Radio. I listen to that tune all day. I hear his voice in my head. Absolutely. The first verse. Remember the Vince Carter commercial with it? Yes. When he had the sneakers? Oh. Oh, my goodness. If you don't know what we're talking about with the Vince Carter, just Google that. And Onyx. And by the way, you're welcome once again. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, Ryan Clark. The group. Onyx. Ryan Clark, Clark was just tripping the other day. Jay Williams, Freddie Cohen, thanks for joining us this morning. Presented by Progressive Insurance at ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and ESPNU. For those who didn't hear that with Ryan Clark. I'm getting Clark. yelled at by Pat saying, no, 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 don't go there. I'm like, that's so – I didn't go there. Young, Ryan guys. Clark went there. Hey, young quarterbacks, am I that's right? That's what the e ESPN stands for, entertainment. No. So uh, – how concerned are you guys about the rookie quarterbacks, Jay? Which quarterback? looks like he's built somebody that works at Onyx, but it's which, different. Which rookie, Jay, do you think has the best chance to succeed this year? Jay's you hear right Pat's you. hey, though? Hey, all right. hey, hey guys. All right. Hey. All right. Quarterbacks, And huh? then we say, we wonder why Pat doesn't know anything about spades. So, Bryce Young, hey, what do you think? guys. Hey, here was, check this out. Here was Harry Douglas. <laughs> I'm feeling personally good about Bryce Young. The surrounding and supporting cast, I don't think I'm feeling good about. Um, one of the things I think that has plagued just about all these rookie quarterbacks is their communication with pass catchers, whether it's their wide receivers, tight ends, running backs, and being on the same page. Also, this offensive line for Carolina, they're going to have to be better. But I think the lack of team speed, or, or I should say a lack of speed that they have on the perimeter is making me a little nervous about, you know, Carolina from an offensive standpoint. So what Ryan Clark was saying was I knew you were gonna do it. I do it. No. No. Pat. He was very opinionated about Bryce Young <laughs> and on the pieces around him, just like Harry. So what do you think, Jay? Oh God. Are the pieces around oh. Bryce Young enough to help him succeed help this him year in what? Carolina? To help him do what? It's a rebuild. I got tears about It's eyes. a rebuild. Like I, it, so oh God. We're building. I, I'm, I'm gonna be very direct and honest with people. Like I, I love getting into the trenches on certain things. Like uh -huh. to sit and we're gonna talk about Bryce Young and his O line and him running for his life and obviously having some of the weapons on the outside, right? right. But like, do people care about the Panthers like that? They care about. They care about. No. We care about Bryce Young and whether he'll be successful. Exactly. But like, for what he's walking into, it's going to be an uphill battle for Bryce Young. Mm -hmm. Like, whenever you get drafted high, you get drafted to a team that needs a lot of pieces, right? So like, I'm not going to sit up here on national TV and radio and say if Bryce Young doesn't have a stellar year, Bryce Young needs more pieces around him. We just had Th Joe Theismann on our show, and said that. The quarterback position is the most dependent position in all of sports. So, and he made mention of the fact that Bryce Young will need to have the right O-line. There's a reason why Zach Martin got his deal, right? It's like, hey, okay, 
your right guard, your really good right right guard. You're going to yeah. protect Dak Prescott. Yeah. We need you to do that. Yeah, as, a, as a first ballot Hall of Famer when he retires. Like These positions are important in the sport of football. Mm-hmm. So if I'm looking at their O-line, they have to make major adjustments with their O-line for a chance like Bryce Young to be right. successful. Right. The, the best thing for Bryce Young is the fact that he plays with the Carolina Panthers. He doesn't play for a team in a major media market. Nothing against Charlotte, North Carolina. Great city to Queen City. But can you imagine what this would sound like if Bryce Young was drafted number one by the Jets or number one by the Giants or number one by the Los Angeles Rams or number one by the Chicago Bears? The reason that he gets that love is because he played for a guy like Nick Saban, won a Heisman Trophy, and the fact, let's call it as it is, he's a five foot ten quarterback trying to survive in an NFL world where the guys are a lot bigger than five foot ten, where the guys that have been more successful have been a lot taller than five foot ten. I can't even imagine what this would sound like if he was playing for the New York Jets or if he was playing for the New York Giants or the pages that drafted him number one. I can't even imagine what that would sound like day by day about, man, he's too short to play in the NFL. Well, he's look, I mean, it's going to come down to uh, how can Frank Wright and company, we talk about the time it takes to get the ball out of your hands. I mean, there better be a lot of quick action, like kind oh, of yeah. stuff like that. Because the longer he holds on to the ball and when he's trying to – you know, scout out of the backfield, like that's not a good situation from him at that size. And here's why it's not a good situation. They're a lot faster in the NFL. Watching that preseason game against the Jets, he, normally you see Bryce Young get out of trouble. He could spin and get away, and he did that, that, that magician act he was able to do. He tried that against the Jets, and he wanted to hand the referee the ball from a, from a ground position. That is something that I can't wait to see how he figures out. The speed of the game, if, the, if college football now is Mach 1, the NFL is Mach 10. It really is in terms of how things happen at 100 miles an hour. So they can do a lot of things, Jay, to protect him with a running game. They hope that's going to be there, getting the ball out of his hands quickly. But you know this from the stuff from college basketball to the NBA. It is a market difference when you go from college athletics to professional athletics. And in the National Football League, I can't – TV dilutes how fast that league is. Oh, I agree. You, you watch it, a game on TV, you think, oh, I could go out and do that I, if I had enough practice. No, you couldn't. You don't realize how fast that game let is. Me, let me tell you about this story. So I was talking to my really good friend Rory the other day, uh, who's a financial advisor uh, for a pretty big firm, and it, we're all friends with Marcellus Wiley, mm-hmm. right? And we talked about Marcellus Wiley before, who was at our network, ESPN, yep. They went over to Fox, now has his own show on his own platform – Shout out to you, Marcelli, for doing your thing. Uh, and, and super smart. Like I, no Marcellus and I have some of the most incredible conversations. I found myself out, right? This is 2008, 2009. Right. 3.30 in the morning, New York City, a famous establishment used to, back in the day, called One Oak, right? Huge club. Myself, Rory, Marcellus, we're at a table. And Marcellus like, yo, my foot speed is faster than you, Jay. Well, I'm like, yo, Sully, get out of here. There's no way in hell uh-huh. your foot speed is faster than mine. Like, right. like, I'm a smaller guard. Even with my knee injury, like, my foot speed is still on point. Yeah, exactly. We started doing these foot drills. Uh-huh. Right? And? Literally in the middle of the club at our table. <laughs> and his foot speed was faster than me. And I'm looking at him saying, wait, you just lost 100 pounds? And your feet are like that? So, like, going down on the field, right. standing on a court, and actually then seeing the game from that perspective, you see not only do you see how much ground people can cover with their size, their height, mm-hmm. and their length, 
But then when you also start paying attention to their feet, mm-hmm. how they can maneuver and angle you off, you, your mm-hmm. mind will be blown. Yep. Like this, yeah. it's, look at the 100-yard dash, right? Let's look at it. Look at, look at what some of these athletes are doing with their size and their weight. It's different. No doubt. Jay Williams, Freddie Cohen together. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, as well as ESPN. You, you mentioned C.J. Stroud and having a chance to learn that. And you believe – I believe the guy's in the best position out of rookie quarterbacks is Anthony Richardson. And you made a great point earlier by saying his upside is unbelievable what that could, pot- could potentially look like, whether Jonathan Taylor is going to be there or not for the Indianapolis Colts. A guy like C.J. Stroud, he's kind of like in the middle when it comes to Bryce Young and also Anthony Richardson. But he's with a Houston Texans team that, for my money, is not going to be a good situation with Bryce Young. It may be an even worse situation – especially early on because of where the Texans are, essentially literally starting from ground zero with a new coach and a new quarterback trying to make this thing right in Houston again. Well, they they did add uh, Dalton Schultz, right, in free agency, uh, drafted wide receiver Tank Dell out of Houston, which I think is good towards a rebuild. But, look, when you lose a guy like Brandon Cooks who gives you that speed, who can open up the field, uh, once again, Joe Deisman talked about the most dependent Dependent position. position. Right, so he made mention of the O line. What's the running back situation look like? So right. you can have play action. It opens up so much more in the field. Who are your wideouts that you're actually throwing the ball to? We, you know, we've had so many people on the show even talk about you know DK Metcalf, which they say oh like 50-50 balls. And I I spoke to DK. DK's like there ain't no 50-50 balls. That's like 95-5 balls. I'm getting that ball 95 percent of the time. Throw it up, is, I'll go get it. If, if here's something for right? people that don't realize that the back of your point. And here's something you better know about, especially the NFL. One-on-one coverage is open in the NFL. All day long. That's why DK Metcalf said that. He said, if I'm one-on-one with a guy, 95% of the time, I'm winning that battle. Because in the NFL, one-on-one coverage is open in the NFL. Freddie, it's how we talk about it in the league. You would have guys like Matt Barnes, who has all the smoke podcasts, right? Him and I talk about that stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you can play great defense on Kobe Bryant, right? And what you're trying to do, instead of Kobe Bryant going 15 of 19 from the field— you're trying to have him go 9 of 19. <laughs> now, like, that's the difference between Kobe going for 25 and 45, right? Absolutely. But 25 on Kobe going 9 of 19, that's a win. Yes. That's mm-hmm. a win. Yep. There are people in college who are averaging 25 on 19 shots. Like, yo, he's destroying the game. He's killing it. You're like, no, 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 no. That's a bad night for him. Right? So, like, what's a bad <laughs> night look for DK Metcalf? And for to go back to C.J. Stroud, when you don't have those weapons, right. now your accuracy better be 10x that. Yeah. True. You know what I mean? Now your arm, like how you get out of the pocket. I mean, look at look at what certain players had to do. It, I go back to Justin Fields again. Not having those weapons and being able to get them in so many games for that to lead to three wins with the amount of yards he rushed for on the ground, that's incredible. That's incredible. Without him, they're not winning a game. Right. You mentioned me about NBA players. I'll never get a guy that we know, Doug Gottlieb. And I remember we worked together in ESPN Radio many, many years ago. And he had a chance to go to, like, the Lakers camp, got invited to the Lakers camp. He wasn't drafted at Oklahoma State. I said, oh, like to participate, yeah, yeah, not yeah, to watch. Not to watch. Okay. No, he was there, okay. you know. You okay. Know, you oh, know, playing. Hoping, okay. You know, yeah. so I said, I said, when did you realize that it was going to be a long haul for the NBA? He said, Freddie, we ran a simple out-of-bounds play. Now, at Oklahoma State, I could make that pass blindfolded, and I would hit the guy on the baseline. We would pin down. He'd come off that screen. He said he threw that ball, and he was in pursuit drill by the time the ball got out of his hands. He said, windows are really, really small Yo, man. in professional sports. And he said he knew, man, if I'm going to survive this, and he wanted to be drafted by the USBL, 
but he said it really equates to the fact that people don't realize how fast, how quick, and how much space there isn't in professional sports. And in the NFL, windows are really, really Freddie, small. I tried this back in the day because yeah. I'm like 6'1", 6'2", fast, I'm strong, I'm 200 pounds, was a, right? I remember seeing you. Like, oh, yeah. I, as a player. As a Stop. player, healthy. I, I would destroy Pat right now on uh, oh, on a pirate any, leg. Yeah. Please, he wants and, nothing and, to do and with this. And blindfolded. Right? Keep going. Like as a as a fully healthy player, I tried to guard To. Like I tried to act like I was a cornerback. Mm-hmm. When I tell you this dude mm-hmm. put planted his foot mm-hmm. right, and I saw it coming, I, I tried to react, but he bodied me. Mm-hmm. And when the ball was, del- there's nothing I could do. Just watch. There's nothing I could do. Now, granted, like I don't have the ten thousand hours to be an expert like a cornerback, but still, like being an extremely athletic player, you start seeing guys in these positions and what their skill sets are, and you're like, oh, okay, like that accuracy, it matters to a certain extent. Like the athleticism takes over. So, like once again, like the patience level that we have on C.J. Stroud is the same thing that we had on Justin Fields. Like it's the same mindset for me. What is the team surrounding him with that will ultimately lead to his evolution as a player? People don't realize, and not only athletic, but knowing how to use it. Some people are athletic and have no, no idea. idea how to use it. T.O.? There are levels to this, man. <laughs> There's levels to this. We could write a book on that, like seriously, about how to do it and how not to do it, or what we've seen, how guys are able to do it, and how they magnify that each and every play, the way they don't take plays off. Mm. There's no doubt about that. He is Jay Williams, and I'm on the X at Real Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on the X at Coleman ESPN. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN. You're presented by Progressive Insurance. We'll talk about the word scrutiny involving this player and this coach in the National Football League. Plus, would you take $50 million less if that meant you could win a championship? What? This is ESPN Radio. This is ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. He is Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and what ESPNU. Up, We're going to table our conversation when it comes to that pressure, that scrutiny when it comes to Mr. Mac Jones in New England and his coach Bill Belichick. But the ring debate has gotten a lot of conversation from you guys out there. Gilbert Arenas had on his podcast, and the question was posed to him, former NBA player, Mr. Hibachi himself. 
that if he would take a hundred <laughs> that's one of the all time great nicknames. When you Mr. call Hibachi. when he comes up, time to get the hibachi going. The first time he said that, I fell out laughing. I said, "Only Gilbert Arenas could come up with something like that." And then once he got it going, he was hard to stop. He said something on air the other day. Someone was like, "Shoot your shot." He was like, "No, let's not use that reference." Yes, <laughs> let's keep that out. Smart by him, being uh, aware, being aware it. when it comes to Gilbert Arenas. But the question was posed, and Jay brought this to the table today, and it's gotten a lot of reaction from you on social media and your phone calls at eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Gilbert Arenas was given the choice. Would you take $170 million and no ring or take $120 million but with the championship ring? And he and Jay Williams were on the side of, oh, they take the $170 million. Ring be damned in that situation. Yeah, well, look, it, it's dependent upon what you want in life. I know for everybody listening right now, the thought of having $120 million is, is generational wealth. It is. It is. Like, I'm not over here demeaning or debasing that. Oh, we all. know that. Absolutely. Yep. But once again, are you factoring in lifestyle, taxes, once you start living that way? Like, you have overhead. There's certain things that you start doing where it's like, okay, family vacations. Like, you start learning how, like, all right, to hide money. I'm going to start buying assets and start right. doing these things, right? So mm -hmm. what's your burn rate? And then, like, that extra 50, that burn rate is a real thing. Uh, that, that's then, a great term. Like, that extra that's 50 million goes a very long way. It can, so it can go a very long way. So I, I, I'm not belittling a championship ring. I have a championship ring in college. I, I We had Joe Theismann on talking about that. Right. I recognize how incredible that was for us to achieve together. The camaraderie, the bonding that we had to achieve that was incredible. But I also don't hold it against people Neither do I. if they can't win one. Because I know right. how lucky we were. We were down 22 points in the Final Four. 22 yeah. to Maryland. We should have lost that game. We won it. Yeah. We got hot at the right time. By the way, I saw that game a week ago on the ACC Network. That's Just watching it again. I, I, I never get – I'm not saying it because you're here. I never get tired of watching that. Because I remember watching that live thinking, them bros from Duke got no chance. Because Juan Dix was giving it to you guys. Was that in the Final Four or was that at Maryland? The no, the Final – no, I'm okay. talking about the Maryland game. It was the same year yeah, we had the Miracle Exactly, no. Too. I'm talking about the Maryland game where yeah. Juan Dixon, I was like, man. He's busting our heads open. I mean, it seems so like anything annoying. you guys try, he's like, you can do whatever you want. He was like the collegiate version of Rip Hamilton. He really was, yes. Just a little shorter. Yeah, never thinner, stopped moving. But constant motion. And I'm watching that set. I still don't believe – and I know what the ending's going to be, and I still can't believe you guys came back and won that game. Got hot. Yeah, it got hot at that moment. That's why – to me, moments matter as well Ray as Ray Allen making the three in the corner for LeBron James. Does about, he get one against yeah, the Spurs? Yeah, well, how about you know? Ray Allen, what he did in the Big East Championship game? There you go. Against Ray, Allen Iverson. Ray, yeah. One of the big, great Big East Championship games I've ever seen. So I guess championships matter that much to me. Great moments matter that much to me as well as the money. That's why I would take the $120 million and the ring. I'm not against anybody taking the extra money. You know, hey, you know, at, at the Coleman Family Compound, that's a family motto. The more you can get, the more you can save. I'm with you. But for me, I can save the $120 million and get a championship and be introduced as a champion. That would be all right by me. Tim in Florida wants to weigh in on this at 888-729-3776. Tim, what you got, my friend? What's up, Timmy? How you doing? Good, Good brother. Yeah, so I, I wanted to bring up, like, the best example of this is Tom Brady made less than $350 million in his entire career, and he just signed a contract for $350 million of broadcast because he took less money. He took well more than less than $50 million. That's kind of an anomaly, though, Tim. Like you're talking about the greatest of all time. That's like comparing anything to Jordan. I think that's a little bit unrealistic 
if I start comparing other players to like the legacy of Michael Jordan. Like there are tiers. You know what I mean? Like not everybody's on that Tom Brady kick. Like what if you're a, a middle of the pack guy? Okay. Tim, what's your response to that? If you're making $120 million a year, you should be considering yourself one of the greatest and try and, and move that on. But, Tim, that's not the case. Like, think about what's happening with media rights right now. You have guys on different sports that are signing four years, $100 million, $100 million deals that are middle-of-the-pack guys. They're, that, that's where we're going. That's where we're at. It's not like, oh, I make 150 and I'm that guy. You're making Jalen Brown's making three hundred and five million dollars. No, that's drastically different than one one thirty, one forty. Like Austin Reeves is in this bucket that we're talking about. What do you think an extra fifty million means to Austin Reeves? Depends on what he brings to the situation. Okay. Yeah, I Understood. mean, a guy like Joe Burrow, for example, he's openly talked about being the Bengals quarterback. That if we're going to break the bank for my contract, but we don't have guys to support me and surround me, then that's not what I want to do. But Joe Burrow is also going to make so much money off the field. What happens if you don't have that optionality? That's not that's not an unfair point. I'm not going to say that you're completely wrong when it comes to that. By the way, Dwayne Wade's net worth, and I just saw this from Pat Costello, our producer, during his career he earned around $199 million in salary alone. Apart from his basketball career, a major portion of his wealth came through other sources of income, mainly endorsements. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. That's completely fair. He where he has chips. It, yes, he does. He, he, he has a couple of them. Yeah, and, but I think that's kind of the big thing is like that's the level that we're talking about when we're talking about like 170 million, 120. We're talking about guys like that, like that level of player, which is why I think the rings matter so much more for those guys than not having them. That's fair. Okay. Antoine of South Carolina, my friend, where do you stand on? Would you take 170 million and no ring or 120 million with a championship ring? Well, good morning, guys. I'm um, a big fan, Jewel. I'm a Duke fan. Okay, Can't baby. Greatest ever. All right. I but see. um, I y'all kind of do answer the question for me. So, if I'm Dwayne Wade, I'm taking the 120 million. If I'm Mark Masson dancing on the parade bus, <laughs> I'm taking the 150 million. <laughs> <laughs> well, like that's, maybe he needs that 50 right. million to get dance lessons. Maybe that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm taking the money if I'm a super star because I can make all that money back in endorsements and all kind of other stuff. I, I think an interesting example, Pat, like how about Robert Ori? Oh, yeah. Robert Ori is one, what? Seven. Seven? He's got seven. Well, is, is, I think it might be more. I'll look it up. Carry on. No, it's seven. It seven? is seven? Yeah. Okay. Benny's made $54 million in his career. So, like, that, it's like one of those that, those things, right? Like, if you're Rob Orr, would you rather have 175 and no rings, or would you rather have seven championships and $54 yeah. million earning in your I will, career? I would love to ask like, him right? that like, question because that's a great comparison with him. Right, because everybody's like, oh, I want to be a champion. I want to be a champion. Like, and I know as a former player, I associate champion, champion with Robert Ory. In a very big way, right. I'm not sure common people do. I, I feel so like, like what's he that comes worth? up all the time, though. Whenever we're talking about the these what? players who have won a lot of championships and stuff like that, he always comes up. But his name's a throw-in name. It's, I it's don't not, think he's a throw-in. He's Big Pat, Shot Bob, man. Yeah, but seven championships, not being the main guy, I'm with Jay Will on that one. More of a throw-in because he was able to be part of those teams. He was a crucial part. But not the part. Let's let me put it this way: He comes up way more than if he had no championships. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's yeah, what, one that's of the what Lakers in the but, like, but like, what is the worth? What like 
what is the worth to Robert Ori that his name comes up? That'd be a curious question for him to that'd, answer, that'd right? That'd be a like, great question. As opposed to if you had an extra $100 million in your earnings. That'd be a great question. That's like, Robert yeah. Ori kind of gets brought up as like a punchline sometimes. That's what like, I'm saying. Oh, like Michael Jordan has six, but so-and-so has seven. Like, is what, he better than so-and-so? What, what, and it's like, Robert Ori should not be brought up as a punchline. You know what I mean? You he, get you but, part of seven reigns. Yeah, you're right, though, but he, he should like, not. Oh, like, Kobe yeah. got five. Bron got this. This, this, this but yeah. like, oh, but but they don't got more than Rob. Like, yeah. is, is Rob better than so and so? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. It's that, like waking up every day, like, paying attention to social media, me worrying about what everybody thinks of me all the time. Like that's yeah. what this is, right? Instead of like me, like, oh no, this is actually what I know it is. I don't need validation from other people Absolutely. to tell me what it is. And especially validation from people that we're never going to meet. That's what I'm saying. I'd be like, oh, well, you only won one. You're not as good. I'm like, no, I actually won one. What, exactly. Did you win one? Yeah, I got did one you more than win? you. <laughs> All right, so we have zero. But my bank account, like, it's like um, um, what did Cam Newton say? He's like, you never won one. He's like, but my bank account and your bank account look very different. Very different. No doubt about that. Although we could have done without the gesture afterwards from Cam Newton, but it is what it is. He's Jay Williams. Hit him on the X at Real Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on the X at Coleman ESPN. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 ESPNU. Is it a good idea? For the New York Jets to play their money, man, in a final preseason game this weekend. That's next. This is ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Get it, Jay. Don't stop now. Oh, nah, man. This is a vibe right man, here. Man, you ain't this lying. Is a vibe. He's Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for grooving with us. Presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. And don't forget about us on ESPNU. So when it comes to the New York Jets. Freddie, real, isn't it ahead. crazy just how music can just change your vibe? Like you could, oh be, you could be in one space and all of a sudden a song. Like Yates to play a song. Like, yeah. like I, I just got a random tweet that reminded me of my mom. Like okay. literally. Like I'm sitting here like yeah. and be like, oh man, like I miss my mom. And then. Since Sema comes on, I'm like, hey! Uh-huh. It's just the energy levels just rise. Yes. It's just, I, I always. Try, I appreciate yeah. you, Yates. Yes. That's all I want to yeah. say. I'll be trying, dog. I, I, I know you be trying, dog. I always, anytime that Pacha will come on, especially with Worker, worker Man. Okay. Anytime I would hear that. Oh, that's, your, that's your thing. Oh. Um, okay. <laughs> please don't even get Start me started. So heavy. We're, 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 we're going to go back to that cave I told you about. <laughs> we're going to go back like to that cave. A lot of things cave. have happened in this cave that maybe yeah, I but, don't know if I want you to it's a, it's a good diabolical chamber, as I like to call it. It's <laughs> a really good diabolical chamber, chamber as far as that goes. Plenty of Jets fans are hoping that their team can put everybody else in the AFC East and the AFC in the diabolical chamber. And Aaron Rodgers is going to do something he has not done since 2018. That is playing a preseason game. He's going to start for the Jets this Saturday when they play the New York Giants. Let's bring in a man who not only has a great last name in Coleman.
Coleman, but he's a terrific safety for the New York Jets. Now, does a great job as a Jets analyst for MSG. He's Eric Coleman joining Freddie Coleman and also Jay Williams here on ESPN Radio. And, Eric, how do you feel about Aaron Rodgers about to play in this preseason game, maybe for a series or two, this Saturday versus the New York Giants, a place he has not been since 2018 playing in a preseason game? Uh, well, good morning, fellas. Um, you know, I, I feel excited about it. You know, I, I think that it's a, a great opportunity for Aaron Rodgers to get some some chemistry with his teammates. Uh, yes, he's got some reps in practice. They practice against a couple of teams, but there's nothing like getting ready for a game, prepping for a game, getting getting those reps under your belt with your team, getting used to transitions, coming to the sideline, making an adjustment, and then go back in the game. So I, I think it's very important for Aaron Rodgers and his team just to get those get, get those reps together. E, do you think the the perception of Aaron Rodgers has shifted so quickly over these last several months with him being with the Jets, right? Like, obviously, playing in a preseason game, something he has not done before in order to build more reps and that continuity that you just made mention of, the way he's handled this offseason, showing up to training camp, spending time with people like Garrett Wilson, really immersing himself in New York – have, have you seen a monumental shift in how the public views him as it relates to being a leader? Yeah, I, I have seen a, a great shift in, in the way that people view Aaron Rodgers. You know, coming into this season, it was, it was you know, he was disgruntled in Green Bay. I, I think coming over to New York is kind of like a shot of new life for Aaron Rodgers. He gets a new opportunity to, to recreate himself. He's been a great leader since he walked into the, to the facility. Uh, you know, he's, he's holding guys accountable. He's quizzing guys. Uh, you know, he sits down and has lunch with a different teammate every single day and just really being a great leader on this team. So uh, his effect has really made a big impact on this Jets organization. Going to training camp, you see it's a bit more business-like atmosphere. Everyone is raising their level of play. Everyone's excited and they want to bring their best because they're playing with the MVP. Former Jets safety, MSG Network Jets analyst, Eric Coleman, joining us here on ESPN Radio. I'm Jay Williams alongside Freddie Coleman today. Um, Eric, what does success look like this season for the Jets? Success for the Jets this season is a, a deep playoff run. You know, it's not just making the tournament. I think it's getting a couple of wins and, and possibly an, an AFC championship. Uh, this team has high aspirations for a Super Bowl this year. They've loaded up the team. Defensively, they're one of the best in the league, coming back, returning a few starters, a lot of starters from last year. And then offensively, they've just continued to load up the weapons, adding Aaron Rodgers, getting some some offensive line help, adding some receivers to that, that team. And then you just add Dalvin Cook. That shows me that this team is ready, ready for a Super Bowl run. So I think when you look at success for the Jets, it's at least an AFC championship. Eric, I want to go back to something you said about Aaron Rodgers receiving a shot in the arm, having a new adventure when it comes to the Jets. Who's received the biggest shot in the arm? Aaron Rodgers from the Jets or the Jets by getting Aaron Rodgers? You know what? I, I believe that's equal. It's been equal, um, you know, shots in the arm, if you can say so. Uh, the Jets organization, when you when you walk around, the confidence that, I mean, you, you can look at the ticket sales. You can look at the, the people walking around, the administrators, the chefs, the cooks. Everyone is excited about football right now in that Jets organization. And for Aaron Rodgers, it's, you know, he's come to New York. You see him at all the hockey games. You saw him at the Knicks games. And it's like a revitalization for this guy. Uh, when he's first coming in here, everyone's like, oh, man, Aaron, you know, I think he's going to play for a year. But now it's looking like he's going to stay here for a couple of years. He's bought a beautiful home here in New Jersey. Uh, the teammates love him. He's, he's kind of revitalized himself. So I think it's equal 
for the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Everyone's excited about this. We'll just have to see how the season goes. Not for nothing. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers inspired you because you look like you can go out there and play free safety for the New York Jets right now, Eric. <laughs> what, what, what is your program and what are you doing that we need to do what you do as a retired NFL player to stay in shape like that? Oh, man. You know, they, they say if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And, uh, and I have some young daughters. My daughter's going into high school. I got I to gotta fend away these boys. Yeah, so I got to make sure I stay in shape. <laughs> Keep the wolves at bay. It. It's like bad yeah, boys gotta let them come know. to the door. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, yep. you got to do it. Jay, Jay and Freddie, I'm going I'm to be calling you guys to come through when the, when the date time comes. Oh, man. Any kind of support you need. To keep those rascals away from the Coleman ladies, absolutely, we're in with that. Eric, I'm telling you, I got a I got a four year old and I have a ten month old. If you can see the way I look at little three year old boys' kneecaps <laughs> when they come over to the crib, oh, it's yeah. different. It's different, eh? Oh, it's not a game. It's I can't stand little kids anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we know why bicep day takes a new yeah. meaning with Eric. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hey, Eric, we love watching you play. Do great work on MSG, man. Keep up the great work. Enjoy the weekend as well. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate you, Eric. All right, thanks for having me, guys. Have all a right, good man. one. Oh, great stuff. I remember his you first year in the NFL. You as a little boy. Like, we've all been that little boy. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm going to go over to Kayla's house. And he's yeah. like, hi, uh, yeah. hi, Mr. Coleman. Wow, uh, why are you so small? Uh, oh, we've been that teenager your- <laughs> thing. I ain't afraid of him. Right. I show up to that door. Then you show up to that door. Like, mm-hmm. I so better be sure afraid stay, of him. You gotta make sure you stay in shape. Like, honey, he looks like, in great shape. Like, he, he looks. Yeah. Oh, that's a, yeah. I, I would be saying it to my daughter's boyfriend. I'm like, you look great. We should wrestle. Let's, let's see. Let's see who pans out here. I can picture He's Amelia bringing somebody home. Bringing like you know maybe like a Corey. Or Tobias home. I want you to meet my father. I'm not mad at Tobias. It's a good contract. Great contract. Great contract. Great day. And Jay Will shows up what? like Bicep Day was two seconds ago. And he's walking in like the Michelin man going, what do you want? Who are you? You're going to have her home by 7, right? By 7, right? 6.30, actually. 6.30. Show me some love, I'm you saying, ain't routine. Hey, just always hey, love. Hey, it's real out here, you know? I got that image right now in my head, and that's never, ever, never, ever going to leave. The ring Uh, debate rages on, courtesy of two former NBA players, Gilbert Arenas and Jay Williams, and your calls as well about money and rings or money and no rings at 888-729-3776. We'll get to that. This is ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. A little Kima 
Keisha, and Pam getting our total on right here this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, as well as ESPNU. He is Jay Williams. I am Freddie Coleman. And Jay Will always is a curious person. I'm a curious person, but Jay Will's a curious person <laughs> to the 25th power when it comes to everything, not just certain things, everything. He was listening to Gilbert Arenas' podcast, and the question was posed to that former NBA player, if you had the choice of $170 million and no ring, or $120 million in a championship ring, which would you take? They were on the left side. They would take $170 million and no ring. I'm on the other side. I would take $120 million and that ring, but we're definitely coming at it from different perspectives. Not that we're wrong, just Every, different perspectives. We're both right. We're both right in our own way. In our own way, absolutely. For me, I'm taking the extra $50 million. There, there's, there's no doubt about that. But I'm also secure with what I deem my legacy to be. And that, that, that doesn't mean that I don't want to win a championship. Absolutely. So somebody yeah. gave us a, a, you know, something on X was like, well, if you're taking the money, that doesn't mean that means you don't want to win a championship. I'm That's like, that, not true. that doesn't mean that at all, actually. Exactly. You can want the money and also want to win a championship, but not everybody gets to have the opportunity to win a championship. Right? Like, we had a caller call and say, well, Tom Brady gave away X amount of money. Like, well, Tom Brady already had a couple where he wasn't the guy at the beginning of his career, right? Like the, 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 the defensive defense running was game different. won the first championship so like and Adam Vinatieri. Like if I'm winning in Vegas, I got some house money, I got some beer muscles now. <laughs> it's a little bit different than me going up with my original money and be like, oh, I got twenty dollars now. I'm just going back. I win one hundred fifty dollars. Like okay, let's go twenty. Let's ride it hard. It's, I remember beer it's a different mentality, so long. right? <laughs> yep. It's a different mentality and how you how, what, what your risk mitigation is. It, because it, it, for all for example, there's a guy named Shaquille O'Neal who made a hell of a lot of money in the NBA, but that guy wanted to win. There's absolutely no doubt about that. He wanted to win championships. He didn't just want to be. He even said, "I don't want to be just that guy." You look at it, so it was a great player that didn't win a championship. He wanted to win those chips, and he also wanted to make some money, and he was able to do both. You can do both. But the question was, would you take more and not win or less and win? He's on the side of more and not win. I'm on the side of less and not winning, relatively speaking, I mean, when it comes Kobe, to 170 Kobe, million. Did Kobe take less? If I was, he would have been 45 today, Kobe Bryant. It's today? Today. He would have been 45 today. The minute It's funny you mentioned that. The minute It was so eerie that that popped into your head about Kobe Bryant because today would have been his 45th birthday. And I guarantee you that was a guy that wanted it all in terms of winning, money, the whole shebang-a-bang, as Dave Chappelle likes to say. Yeah, he'd have been 45 today. I wonder what he would have thought of that, that question. I mean, he, he's gonna, he'll take the chips. I mean, look, yeah. I, I'm competitive as hell. I would have taken the chips too, but I, I just – I. But you hear what Gibbard Arenas is saying. Because I, I understand it. I, I, I Not everybody is – championship driven all the time sure. for it, by any means necessary. Sure. Right. And I, I think I, I learned that going like it, different phases, right? Like there's some people, Freddie, like you and I always have like, how do, what, what's the best? How do we get it? How do we get there? There's yep. certain people. It's like, yo, I got this job. I'm happy for the rest of my life. I'm content. Like, that's it. It's like, right? a, yeah. I also know how hard it is to become part of that 0.01% that I see guys like, that get ridiculed because they don't have that drive yeah. to get them to that next level, but they might have a hundred million in the bank. That is success. Absolutely. Right. Like it, 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 like I said, there's levels to it, but it's interesting the way that gets depicted. 
right? Or that gets spoken about. It's like, well, you're a failure. I'm like, actually, you just made $100 million. How can you be a failure making $100 million? You're not. But yeah. the way people will la- label it in a simplified manner, it's like, well, you didn't get the chip or that's not success. I'm like, no, right. that's... Yeah. That's still very, that's successful. That's more than successful. That's an anomaly compared to everybody else when it comes to average Joe and Josephine on planet Earth as far as that so it's goes. there's just different ways of looking at yeah, it. Yeah, it's what you bring to it more than what it brings to you. I've been a big believer of that. Charles and George wants to weigh in on this at 888-729-3776. Charles, what you got, my friend? Jay and uh, Freddie, uh, I just wanted to tell you all that it matters where you get the chip. Mm. You take a guy like Carmelo Anthony. He won a national title at Syracuse, gold medals for the United States. Had he won with the New York Knicks, with Lala by his side, he would have been worth three to five times more than that $50 million. What y'all got to say about that? I I I don't disagree with it. You win it. Well, first off, I don't don't disagree with that. Winning a championship in this city, I mean, we work with the guy. Who won a championship? Not in this city. Right. But we talked about if it were to happen in this city. He openly talked about that. I mean, I talked to I talked to Strahan, Strahan about this all the time. It's like, you know, Stray's like, I'm not sure I become the host of Good Morning America really? if I don't win a Super Bowl. With the New York Giants? Yeah. Not just the Super Bowl, period. Well, I, I well, once again, it's the market and where it happens. Okay. Like, I think that can change perception. Like winning a Super Bowl. In a New York City or L.A. is a little bit different than winning a Super Bowl like in Tennessee. It is. I, I'm not disagreeing with like that. For what like, it can, I'm letting like, that marinate in my head. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not hating I mean, that at all. Granted, you, you can say maybe not if somebody has a magnetic personality. Like Aaron Rodgers winning in Green Bay. Yeah, but th- don't you feel like if Aaron Rodgers won one with the Jets, that would feel different Oh, my than God. He, he would, he would, they would change the name of the city. It'll no longer be I'm New York saying. City, it'd be Rogers, York City. That's what I'm saying. It'd be, it'd be New Jack City. So it leads <laughs> to a lot of other opportunities. And I agree with the caller. Mello wins one in New York that's been It's wholly different. Just so thirsty. Like just for somebody to come through and want to be here, right? To do that with Lala by his side. Like they become like that basketball first couple of New York City. They do everything. Yeah. They own everything. Yep. Scott of New Jersey, my friend, weighing on this ring debate. 170 million in no ring or 120 million any ring. Which side are you on and why? Good morning, guys. Good morning. I have to tell you, your get your gatekeepers to come in, they let you talk. Boy, they gangsters. I said it <laughs> depended on <laughs> I said it depended on, you know, your competitiveness and what star you is. And the guy told me uh, you know, I don't want to hear all that f- philosophical stuff. I just want to know, would you take the 170 or the 120? <laughs> and I was, and not since I've listened to all the calls, I wanted to say this. When the caller was talking about Tom Brady, he already had business plans and mm-hmm. he had Giselle. That's right. not fair. Right. When you start turning around and looking at people that came from poverty and they wasn't used to no money, they're going to take the money. Mm-hmm. But if you on the level of a star to where it depends on you to win in order to go ahead and build your brand, they will take less in order to get it. I'm saying me, myself, just like Jay said, 170, that's my championship in life because I don't know when I would ever see that type of money. Facts. I don't disagree. I'm not against anybody getting more. 
You can get more. We get more tomorrow. Yes, we, we are. back tomorrow. That's right. We are back tomorrow. But Greeny is next with Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman. This is the mighty ESPN Radio. All right, y'all. This is ESPN Radio. More next.